His single Stomp On reached the top 40 iTunes Country Songs chart, and he held the title of International Music and Entertainment Association Male Country Artist of the Year. His latest single, Hey Bro, was released just two weeks ago, and he will star as Johnny Cash in an upcoming film production. Please welcome Matt Weston to the Better Each Day podcast radio show. Caught me here. Not only a musician, you're an, an aspiring actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'd uh, <clears throat> I'd pursued acting before I pursued music professionally. So um, I've been acting, geez, part time for well over a decade. Yeah. And you'll star as Johnny Cash in an upcoming film production. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Um, I guess it'll be a young Johnny Cash. Yeah, uh, it's it's like a multi million dollar project too. It's nothing uh, nothing small. So pretty honored to be a part of that. Any idea when that's coming that's out? Right. No, we didn't film it yet. Okay. We didn't film it yet, and it's looking like we're probably going to film it um, next year. But after we film it, it will be um, it'll be released only a few months after. Um, they're going to get it done real quick. So. Have you always been a country band? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I've, jeez, uh, since I was a little kid, I can remember sitting in the back of my aunt and uncle's car, um, listening to Garth Brooks and like Alan Jackson and, and the stuff my dad would listen to as well. You know, just uh, I've always liked it, and uh, I've you know I like every kind of music you can think of pretty much, but uh, I just kind of gravitated towards country. As a ten-year-old, did you ever have in your wildest dream you might be playing Johnny Cash in a movie? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Actually, when I was 10, I probably wanted to be more in a kung fu movie than anything. <laughs> Bruce Lee, yeah, Bruce Lee was like my favorite when I was a little kid. <laughs> cool. That in a strange sort of way segues into one of your songs, Hey Bro. Mhm. Yeah, what is that about? That sounds like uh you got each other's asses basically. Yeah, it's just a, a song I think a lot of people can relate to. You know, it's uh it's like how they say, um, you know, uh, everybody says, hey, bro, to people. I say it way too much. But, uh, you know, brother from another mother, a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And I have people like that that I consider family that, um, geez, one of them's from Korea, you know, but he's my brother. So yeah. it's it's a good rock and country song that can uh, people can relate to. Actually, uh, I had I had it easy. I had it really easy because my, uh, my producer, Brian Cole, uh, one of his best friends, uh, DJ Gleason, and a number one songwriter, an Emmy-nominated songwriter, uh, Joey Scott, uh, they wrote the song, actually. Uh, DJ and Joey wrote it. Oh. And when I heard the uh, the demo of it, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I think I have to record this song. It just it suits me, and it, uh, it's, it's kind of um, 
you know, how I, how I talk too a little bit too much. Sometimes I call everybody brother, but I think that's because I watched uh, Hulk Hogan so much when I was a kid, I call everybody brother. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, DJ and Joey, they wrote a great song and uh, I was able to uh, actually make good friends with them. Now I'm writing with them. And, uh, and I think we knocked it out of the park with our song. Here's Matt Weston and his latest release. Hey bro. Just a couple of rowdy renegades When we blew it up, tore it down Like Jesse James had come back around Getting caught, getting high I took your blame and you took mine Saying, hey bro, I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that No, hey bro, I know you got mine Yeah, some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother, from another Said we were cut out of the same cloth Some things never change And here's one more that's still the same Hey bro, bro, I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that Hey bro, I know you got mine, yeah Some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother from another mother Down in the back road, you might go the Ken Burns country documentary I never really understood the the uh, 
I don't know, the importance of Chris Christopherson in anything. Uh, and he was mm. like one of the, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the highwaymen and this, this and that. And I, he right. just didn't fit into me. But now that I see what he did in this writing and stuff, he's pretty darn good. So kind of changed my oh, mind. Oh, yeah, he's, he's incredible. I mean, Sunday Morning Coming Down, that's an incredible song he wrote for Johnny Cash. You know, it's, uh, I don't think his style of songwriting would really be uh, popular today, but uh, unfortunately, but I think he's one of the greats for sure. And the Highwaymen, forget about it, man. That's that's one of my favorites. What a group. Yeah. What a group. I don't know what you've written and what you haven't. Look, Stomp On describes places that I've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah, I would have been there yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's another relatable one. You know, everybody has their uh, their stomping grounds, their uh, you know their their home base, or you know, where they like to hang out. And uh, I for sure have one. So uh, I think that's another good rockin' country song. That's that's relatable. It's got some testosterone to it, which is kind yeah. of music I like. Yeah. The hitching post side by side Gravel lot full to four wheel drives Bud light sciences, 50 cent wings Throwing darts in the back is where you find me Stomp on, stomp on Stomp on into my stomping grounds Come on, let me show you around Stomp on into my stomping grounds Stomp on, stomp on Stomp on into my stomping grounds Come on Everyone's drank Becky's showing off a brand new ink My second cousin Kenny plays bass in the band They're about to go on Let's find a place to stand Stomp on, stomp on
So you must be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yeah, it's a little tough right now. <laughs> a little tough to be a fan right now, but um, you know, I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, so yeah. it's in my blood. It's in my, you know, my family's always followed the Steelers, so uh, so do I. Yeah, I was around. The only team I hate is the Patriots. That's it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Every other team's okay with me. <laughs> you're not alone. You are not alone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the first time I ever heard of it, this is a rule that I've heard disputed many times, the tuck rule back in 2001, I think it was. It was a playoff game, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady was looked like uh, he was going to pass it, and then he decided he was going to tuck it away, and Charles Woodson hit him and knocked it loose. And it would have been that, pretty much the end of the game. Oakland Raiders would have won it and gone on in the playoffs, but they called it, they said it was a forward pass. And then they came up Mm -hmm. with the tuck rule. And that was the beginning of the dynasty of the Pats. And yeah. Yeah. And there's been shady things happening ever since. I know, I (laughs) know. Every time I see something, I think, oh yeah, the tuck rule, whatever that is. I still don't understand it. Right. How convenient. (laughs) (laughs) You know. I know. So I'm with you on that. And and I've always loved the the Steelers because they, back to the Bradshaw days and Lynn Swan and those guys, Mm -hmm. they, they were just incredibly good fun to watch yeah and yeah were, i have a i have a bradshaw jersey oh you do well you must have been oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. negative 15 years old when that stuff was going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a little before my time but yeah. um you know I, I can still appreciate the history there and uh, it's safer to get a retired player's jersey because say you get an Antonio Brown jersey or something like that, <laughs> yeah, you never know when they're going to leave the team or what's going to happen. So <laughs> I try to go with the, with the legend. Yeah, you, know? you can't go wrong with Bradshaw. Right, right. So everybody you, loves him. Yeah, you studied engineering in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I double majored in engineering. I have a mechanical engineering and a biomedical engineering degree. Wow. Yep. And that. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not an engineer, though. <laughs> that could lead to only one thing. It's not for me. <laughs> that could lead to only one thing, a country singing and a role as young Johnny Cash. Yes, I always study engineering. So. <laughs> right, right. who sunk it, right? Yeah, it's, I could see, incredible. I can see you talking to an advisor, and they're saying, yeah, here's what you need to do to get to Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, the Johnny Cash role actually kind of fell into my lap. Um, cause I'd been pursuing acting for years beforehand. I had an independent film company and I had, uh, I'd been in a, a few independent productions and met a lot of people. Uh, I lived in LA for a little while too. Um, but I got a phone call from a friend of mine that I'd worked with years and years ago. And they said, Hey, I just found out that this film I'm doing is casting for Johnny Cash. And I suggested you. Like, oh wow well thanks for thinking of me yeah and uh the producers called me and i just so happened to have recording of me singing Folsom prison blues huh. so i sent them that and almost immediately it was within a half an hour they unanimous unanimously just chose me i was the only one they auditioned and i got the role as johnny cash it was almost like it was meant to be wow and uh, i'm really excited about it that's got to be cool yeah, like I said, not in your wildest dream, I'm sure. The whole movie is filled with um, 
with talent, uh, uh, people portraying um, iconic musicians and folk musicians and beat writers and, uh, you know, early 60s stuff. And uh, basically they, they casted people that are relatively close to uh, to what they would have sounded like. And uh, but they also didn't want it to be impersonators. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a it's an homage mm. to uh, to the legends, um, but close enough to be like, wow, yeah, it does sound like him. So I didn't have to take any any um, any classes or anything like that. Um, they they liked my uh, my rendition of Folsom Prison Blues, and uh, I could hit all the notes that Johnny could. So I just try to sing a little bit like him, and it, it works. It works. That's good. You have a good deep voice like he does, or he did, I should say. Yeah, I can, I can, I can hit those notes. Um, it's funny, man. I, when I was a kid, I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, <laughs> but uh, I taught myself how to sing. And my my range actually, my producer Brian just said last week, um, I was I was singing uh, some background vocals for uh, another guy's uh, album. He's like, "Wow, your range is like doubled since I met you." So <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better. And I, I feel like I'm finally doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, it just keeps getting better. And uh, engineering, it just kept getting worse. So I walked away from it, and now I'm much happier. Well, that's good. You don't want to get uh, to the last week of your life and find out. You know what? <laughs> I wish I would have done that. <laughs> right, right. That's how I think about it. Good it was choice. a risk. It's definitely uh, a starving artist is a real thing. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's a matter of the heart, and I just can't help it. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like you're starving because you do other things. Yeah, you know, you do what you have to do to pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. You know? You're not alone on that. There's very few people that I talk to that can do music full-time and and when they do, uh, you know, they do it for a stretch, and then it's back to something else. And they're usually pretty good at, at mm-hmm. something else. Do you know um, Ashley Puckett? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I had her on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I actually knew Ashley. It's been a few years I, I met her because um, I've been part-time DJing like for karaoke and stuff, yeah. and parties and whatnot, uh, for about eight eight, nine years, and I met her through that probably five years ago. She she dabbles in that, too. Yeah, and she also bungee jumps and <laughs> skydives and <laughs> does some crazy-ass stuff. Oh, man, to each their own. I'm not a fan of heights, which is funny because I've been working on roofs and up on ladders and stuff for the last uh, year, so <laughs> I kind of had to get over my fear of heights, but jumping out of a plane, that's a whole yeah, other ballgame. It's one thing to climb up on something, but jumping off, it's not a good thing. I, I don't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to agree with you there. Yeah, so you never know if they got that bungee cord at the five and dime, and it's not going to work for you, or I don't know. But <laughs> not for me, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, Likewise. I think playing music, uh, and especially live, has an element of I could fail and be humiliated for the rest of my life element to it, you know? Yeah, it is. It is. It can be scary. Um, stage fright's a real thing. Um, luckily I don't have it too bad. I, you know, maybe a little bit before beforehand, but then once you're on stage, it's just kind of the adrenaline takes over and you're in the middle of doing your thing. And I, the fear just kind of goes away from me. I've always enjoyed public speaking and things like that. So uh, I guess I'm lucky in that respect. 
you know, a lot of people are terrified. Yeah, that's the number one phobia, I understand, is public speaking, let alone remembering yeah. uh, lyrics to 50 songs and rattling them off flawlessly. Yeah. Well, the acting, you know, kind of plays right into that. Yeah. Um, you know, I did some live performance as well, and, um, you know, that can be nerve-wracking because if you forget a line, uh, the show must go on. Oh, yeah, but, there's uh, no safety net. How? <laughs> I've been in situations like that, but... Um, <laughs> you know, you get through it and uh, <laughs> you learn from it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little off script. Line, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> that happened to me one time. I, I actually, uh, I forgot a line or I skipped a line in this play I was doing. And I was playing a drunk deadbeat dad. <laughs> and uh, so so my son in the play was sitting there and he just let me hang he was like i'm not getting you out of this you got into it <laughs> so what good. i did is i started i started like burping for it was it felt like an eternity but it might have been like five seconds yeah um i just kind of burped because i was a drunk you know and uh I, I thought about what i was gonna do and i just flawlessly was able to forget about that myth line and uh just kind of made it work and he he fell right into place behind me and nobody noticed so uh, that was a close call, but the show must go on, you know, well, that's, improvise. That's good advice. If you're ever in the middle of a concert with 5 million people listening and you forget the lyrics, you can burp. How about that? Just burp. That's all. It, <laughs> just act it like... actually worked for my character. It made my character <laughs> well, seem a lot more disgusting than he was. <laughs> so it was more realistic, actually. And I actually, in the following performances for the next couple of weeks, I did that every single time. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you never know. Best supporting burper. <laughs> they might have an award for that. That's good. <laughs> we kind of segued off into your acting more than anything, but it, it'll be a fun thing to listen to. Yeah, it's all good. It's all performing, you yeah. know, and it's all tied together. And now I'm doing the acting and singing together with Johnny Cash and everything. So it, it works. Bro. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope you're doing Willie Nelson someday. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Patsy I don't really Klein. look or sound like Willie Nelson, uh, I, but... Uh, good luck to you. I love your stuff. You're going to do well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and thanks for having me. You and me go back to those young hell-raising days. What no rule we didn't break. Just a couple of rowdy renegades When we blew it up, tore it down Like Jesse James had come back around Getting caught, getting high I took your blame and you took mine Saying, hey bro, I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that No, hey bro, I know you got mine Yeah, some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother, from another
always said we were cut out of the same cloth Some things never change And here's one more that's still the same Hey bro, hey bro I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that dog Hey bro, I know you got mine, yeah Some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother, from another mother Down in the back row, you might go